everybody, and welcome to Christmas Clatter. I hope everybody is doing well. I cannot believe Thanksgiving is a week away. So you know what that means. Once Thanksgiving is over with, Christmas is all alone to stand in its infinite glory. And as I like to call Black Friday, all in day, that's when everybody uh, gets into Christmas. We have people like us who are all year long. Then you have people that start in Christmas in July. Then people, as soon as the Burr months hit, they're ready. Some people wait till after Halloween. And by Thanksgiving, Black Friday, then everybody is in. So if you have any Black Friday plans, I'd love to hear about them. So just to let me know in the, in the comments on social media, the comments on this video, and, and love to hear what you guys plan to do. If you guys are big on the shopping and the going out or all that stuff. And I'll tell you right now, I'm big on the shopping. I was really big on the shopping when it was like, you have to get up and go stand in line at three in the morning. The That's when it was really epic. Not the, uh, the stores just open up late on Thanksgiving and then everybody shows up. I like the sacrifice of losing sleep to go stand in line and freeze and to go get whatever you're going to get. But it was a lot of fun. I want to, so we'll be talking a little bit more about Black Friday in a little bit. And next week, I want to apologize. I did not get my 10 favorite Christmas songs video out like I had planned. Just time got away from me. The days get shorter and then the nights get longer and work gets busier. But I will get that out. I promise that will be out very soon. But I had a really great day today. I got to hang out with my buddy Ken. I've been friends with Ken for a couple of years now. We met through podcasting and such. He lives in the Nashville area and I live in the southeast corner of Missouri, about four, four and a half hour drive from each other. And got to eat breakfast with him once when we were passing through Nashville. But he came to the house today for a visit. And we did the only thing that we knew him and Holly and myself, we made it down to the Yule Log Cabin. It's a local Christmas shop here, just out in the middle of the woods, out in the middle of nowhere, and walked around. And uh, I believe, if I remember what he said correctly, it was the best Christmas store he's ever been to. And uh, I can't say I blame him. I've been to Bronner's, world's largest Christmas store, and the Yule Log Cabin, though not near as big, just the uh, character and the personality of the store and the people, it just makes it. The atmosphere is just so much better, and, and I don't say that lightly. So if anybody's ever in my area, hit me up. We'll head there if Yola Cabin's open. They're open from usually late August to the end of the year. But if those that don't know, Ken is the, the radio host for the official North Pole News Dispatch. It's the official radio station of the North Pole. He even got the logo put on his truck because it was a requirement from Santa Claus to put the logo on his truck if he's going to be the official newsman. For the North Pole, check Ken's stuff out. You'll really, you'll really enjoy it. Ah, oh, keep flubbing my buttons there. We're, there we go. But as far as other news and notes, stay tuned. We will uh, the Friday or Friday before the uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving, we will have an episode. I know a lot of people be bu busy cooking and stuff. We will have an episode, and Roy Tech the Troublemaker, Tech Troublemaker, I should say, will be joining us next Wednesday, and me and him will be talking about the. Uh, Age-old question, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? So we'll be tackling that and, and talking about what he does over there on his YouTubes. And that will be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And then the week after, Alonzo Duraldi, film critic for The Wrap, will join us to talk about black and white Christmas movies that you must see. So lots of great stuff coming around. And, uh, and you know, just stay tuned because Christmas will be 
gone before you know it. So just make sure you're planning for it. I want to remind everybody we have our Christmas planner available on Amazon, the official Christmas Clatter Christmas planner. It's at christmasclatter.live slash planner. And uh, pick that up. I know we're almost done with November or halfway done, but still not too early to start planning and journaling through the holidays. And uh, don't it's just a good way of not letting the slip, let the holidays slip by because they happen. Sometimes you get too busy and before you know it, it's gone. And it's, I didn't even enjoy it. It's gone. It went by too fast. If you plan and you write things down, get organized, then it just doesn't slip away. doesn't just go by without you knowing and you will have time to enjoy it. You will have time to sit down and look and, and what's going on and enjoy it. But my guest this week, Anya Chin. She is the founder of a subscription men's clothing line called Taylor. We'll talk about that. She's also been head of product of, of Target and Meta. And there's one more, and it's slipping my mind. I'm sorry, Anya, right now. But she's here to talk about Christmas shopping. And this is a subject I've liked to, to talk about a little bit more. It's early on in the podcast. I think I touched on it, and I got a whole bunch of reactions from people like, Christmas is more than about gifts. It's, yeah, it is. Absolutely. But still, big part of Christmas is gifts and, you know, it's okay to talk about it. And so I just didn't really have the right person to come on with me to talk about it. And I believe Anya is that person. And so give a warm Christmas clatter welcome to uh, our new friend, Anya Chin. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy holidays. Yay, finally, <laughs> this season's here. <laughs> yeah. Christmas shopping. If I just say the words Christmas shopping, what's the first things that pop in your, to your Christmas is I'm a startup founder. And before I started a company, was 10 years in Meta, eBay, Target, and Sears. And in the last, before I became a founder at Target and Sears, I'm always the person who at Black Friday was here in front of office and in front of a laptop and looking at like sales number and counting down every second. Like, oh my God, one more million, two more million. And <laughs> for me, it was just a long day of work before. But after I became a startup founder, we do menswear rental subscription. So last year was a year that we haven't started. It was just an idea in our heads. And we opened a wait list. And one day there was a guy before Christmas, he called me. And I was like, he's, hey, I am Michael. I live in Los Angeles and I am on the wait list. When can I get my clothes? And I was like, Please stop scam me. And I <laughs> shut down the phone. Because nowadays, who called you? Right. Especially for customer who want to be your customer. That's impossible. Right. So then I just closed it. And then he texted me saying, yeah, I am on the wait list. When can I get my box? And it turned out that he's a real customer. And then mm -hmm. we actually went to store and start buying stuff instead of just a startup idea. And that's how we got our first customer. And from there, the business rolling, we raised a few million dollars, and now it's become an official company nationwide. So it has been meaning means a lot for me for Christmas. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, the subscription box thing, well, I want to touch on, I want to give it its own little time. And it's a great, great idea and like what you're doing there at Taylor. And I've had some experience with some subscription boxes and Real good stuff, a real good experience. And there was one thing that uh, I'll touch on a little bit. But so when you're head of product and you're preparing for Black Friday, when do you actually start? As soon as Black Friday is over for that year, you start for the next one or do you wait and see what's going to be trending 
as far as products and what people are wanting to buy. Because here's my experience with Black Friday as just a shopper. It seems like from like Black Friday goes in a cycle of two years. It's one Black Friday will be almost the same as the next. But then that third year, there'll be some changes. Is that just me or is that pretty good? I think that usually after the Black Friday, it was a whole season people were buying stuff. And what we do found out was that definitely people are, the, every, the people buying every year for sure, the tr- they stay the same, but the trend is different. So over the last 10 years, we've seen people buy more and more experimental stuff. Like instead of buying physical goods, especially after COVID, people realize they have too much junk at home. Yeah. So a lot more people start buying like gift cards or subscription right. service, styling service, or yoga classes, or vacation vouchers or something. So people start to buy a lot more experiential type of stuff. And usually at retailers, we take a break after <laughs> after the end of December. And then in next year, usually it's a lot of planning and officially kick off during the summer seasons. And that's the time I stopped playing the Jingle Bell songs in July. <laughs> that's how we, the season started. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing that, that's really cool is I've noticed that trend, and you may mention it too in an email about the growth of experience gifts and subscription gifts over just buying the one thing, like here's a doodad or here's a shirt or where people are giving an experience, if it's even something like like one of those snack boxes or like a tailor with clothing box, or if it's just a gift card to like an escape room or something like that, it's a, a little different. So wait, is that just COVID related kind of things or is it just a change in how we behave as consumers? I think it's a lot related to sustainability. So before, people tend to want physical stuff. We think anytime we get stuff, it's good. And I think nowadays people start realize that getting stuff is not always good because producing stuff actually can, uh, take electricity, can take waters. Is you create carbon footprint of generating physical goods. And a lot more people realize that, hey, if I can enjoy something, like I can watch a Christmas movie, then I don't have to own the DVD as long as I have Netflix and HBO Max. Right. A lot more people realize that, Assets versus ownership. And just like in our business, we see customers like, hey, I love the service because I it's rental. I don't have to buy. You send me eight clothes per month I wear, and then I send back and get next box, like your Netflix at home. And the same thing when I was at Target or Sears and eBay and even Meta and I built Facebook shopping, where we see a lot more people were giving out gift card and for some experience because they realized that sustainability will be great. And most of people nowadays, and they have so much stuff at home and they stay home during the COVID or some people start remote working, travel around. They don't want to have that many stuff with them all the time. So minimalism become the new trend. Yeah. And I do like that. And if those listening out there enjoy the Facebook shopping and give Anya a big thanks for that, because she was vital in getting that off the ground and enrolling stuff, which is just, just fantastic. And uh, yeah, I was planning on doing like a gift and I still may like a, a gift giving episode. And I was writing down things that people could give that were just, you know, a little different that are affordable gifts. And I was writing down things like services like Skillshare, the 10 bucks a month. And if you give it to someone, if you spend like $30 and you give them three months, then they have three months to basically go learn anything they want to learn in hobbies. And then I was thinking like a service, like a curiosity stream and nebula that's very oriented 15 bucks for a year. It's like, how can you beat 
something like that. And, and so that's that was where my mind just went automatically. And I, I guess it is that's just changing. And with so many, so much of our content coming from subscription style services that, you know, more and more things are going to that. Do you think there's a limit on how many subscriptions people are willing to give? Because I know the big thing with like cord cutting and stuff was cut the high prices of cable. Now you got so many subscription services, you just basically replaced it if you, if you get all mall. So do you think there's a cap on how many subscriptions people, you know, whether it's for TV or clothing or for food or anything that people are willing to put out or yeah, I think it's all about value, right? So do you, for example, and, and the, the problem that we are solving. So for example, people know in the woman's space, there's clothes company like Rent the Runway or New Lease or Banana Republic, Ralph Lauren Express. They all are doing rental service. And the problem they are solving is for women, they like to always have new clothes. And there's always missing one thing in your closet. Somehow the closet is full, but you're always missing one dress. So the problem they are solving is that, hey, instead of buying the new dress, with buying one dress, you can rent for a month. So I think, and then, but then, for example, in our case, it's different because our customers are people who hate shopping. He's, oh, I don't know what to wear. I don't want to spend time shopping. So I want to save time, but I know that I want to get a date. I want to get a job. I want to get a promotion. I know that I want to look great this holiday season or I gained weight during COVID or I lost weight during COVID and I don't want to keep buying a whole new wardrobe. So I want someone to style me. And so I think answer the question is, it's all about the value, right? So if you can solve a problem, then people are willing to pay you for solving the problem. In the case we are solving is people want to save time and save my space. In a woman's space, is they want to get a new dress without buying a new dress or keep right. getting new stuff. So it all depends on what the problems the product is solving. If you can solve a problem, no matter it's subscription or not and people value is that better than what they had before right and uh, get to tailor um it's a subscription box but it's not like a traditional clothing subscription box where you have to buy the stuff or send it back and that that's a really cool aspect because i've had stitch fix for quite a while i, I recently stopped my subscription and slow over time i slowed it down to and then it came to stop because i was getting too much stuff and the and I'm going to tell you, I really liked it. I've always had good luck with it. and But the problem is they give you the discount if you buy everything. So you got to do math. And on my last box, I didn't really do anything. So it's like I did math because you can choose what's in your box to get out of the box as cheap as possible. And But there's clothes and shoes that I have upstairs in my closet that I don't wear for one. One, either I'm not that crazy about them or they don't fit quite right. Even though they fit, it's just like I got a pair of shoes that that they fit, but they just don't feel right. So I can't exchange it for another size. But I kept them because if I were to send them back, then my total bill would have been more money than just keeping them because I didn't get the discount for buying everything. And I got a couple of shirts and shorts and stuff like that that's in there. And so that's a game you're always playing and how to balance it because it's almost like the way the math works you're always going to buy everything if you're going to buy anything in there. And, and But with Taylor, it's different because you rent and then you just send it all back. And, and it's really cool. So tell us a little bit more about Taylor. Yeah, it was just like you. I was actually considering Stitch Fix. And so I'm originally from Taiwan and being a minority female 
tech leader in tech company. It wasn't easy. I was an engineering background. I came from background in marketing. I went to Northwestern University to get my master's degree in marketing. But climbing the corporate ladder, I started leading the head of product of running the e-commerce team. So a few years ago, I realized I was one of a few female leaders in the organization. So every day I wake up, I feel not ready for the day. I was like, oh my God, today I have to meet with those engineers again. They must well feel like I'm the fake person. <laughs> so I start feel like I want to dress up at least that I looks ready for the day. Right. Almost like when you were kids, then you have an exam. So you decide to buy some extra books about the exam, but you never really read those books, but mm-hmm. you feel great as soon as you bought the book. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the same thing, I was thinking like, oh, I should probably do some getting a stitch fix so I can look great. At least they won't tell that I wasn't ready for the day. And that's how I started to exploring and I consider stitch fix, but I rent so i didn't want to own that much stuff i have small apartments in san francisco and when i move all the time so i just didn't want to own that much stuff and i also don't know what looks good on me even with the stylist style i don't want to make those decisions i don't know and then i also tried rent the runway and it was also great that you don't have to buy the rental model but then for me i feel like I don't have time to browse through thousands of items and spend hours. I am not into fashion. I just want to look good and so be close the deal, get a job, get get a day and do well in the office. And that's how I start thinking like, hey, can we design something for people who are not that into fashion and just want to get their job well and get their day ready. And so have someone style them and they don't have to do laundry. They don't have to do shopping. They don't even need to think about if they are going to buy it because once they rent and if they look good, their family say, that's good, thumbs up. Then they just keep it. They can keep it with a discount. And when they buy it, it's also a pre-owned item. So it's a lot more eco-friendly. So I done the research to interview 500 people and surprise, surprise, people who are very practical, hey, laundry, hey, Mm -hmm. shopping. They're all guys. (laughs) That's why we started a menswear rental subscription service, Taylor. And then we named it T-A-E-O-R. It sounds like Taylor, the closing Taylor, but it's T-A-E-O-R. But it's also a name of a person just like George or Anya or Star. So we think that's representing everyone. Everyone can have a great best version of yourself and hopefully looking good help you to have a peace of mind and focus on what you really want to achieve. Yeah, it does. And that's one of the things that I really liked about the subscription box we had is I got to try out clothes that I wouldn't buy for myself in the store. Or probably wouldn't even try on because they just came and so here you might as well try them on in the comfort of your own home and you know in, in the, the dressing room and things like that trying to figure out if it's something you want to wear and I was able to find a lot of brands and, and things that that I enjoyed that I never knew existed and was really happy with that and my toughest thing was matching clothes together I'm not a fancy dresser by any means but still it was just like I felt like I was just always jeans and a t-shirt which is fine, but it's like kind of like to be a little bit nicer than just jeans and a t-shirt all the time. And and was able to expand my horizons because where I live, my hometown is 4,500 people. And then the next biggest town closest to us is shy of 40,000. And then we have to drive two hours to get to St. Louis. So to be able to shop anywhere, but uh, a Target and a Kohl's for clothes, 
or JC Penney's, I think our Macy's closed down a few years ago, is tough. And so the selection's limited and it, it gets old. And that's one of the reasons we decided to go with Stitch Fix when we did and, and, and had success. And that's why I was excited when I heard about Taylor, because it is an opportunity to do it in a way that's cheaper. Because to be truthful, guys out there, when I did Stitch Fix, and like I said, I enjoyed my time with Stitch Fix, but each bill was like 200 bucks. And, uh, and there was no getting, even if you signed up for the cheapest brand clothes they had, it was still going to be just shy of $200. And if you don't have any clothes and you're wanting to build up a wardrobe and you do that every month, it gets pretty tight pretty quick. And I believe Taylor is what, 88 bucks a month is what you're doing? or is it- Yeah, you get $88, but most important is you get to wear them. You wear them for the months. You don't have to stitch fix. You have to buy before you can wear them. And surprise, surprise, most people only wear less than 20% of what they have in their closet. Somehow they're we love those things. You feel great. Just like when I was at Target, we have a special mirror with special lighting. So you always look amazing in the store. But then as soon as you get home and then you were home putting on, it's like, mm, somehow just not exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so at Taylor where you can wear, and then if you end up to buy it, it's quite reasonable price because it's pre-owned item. So you are helping the environment by buying a pre-owned item. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's always a good thing is anytime you can help reduce any waste like that. In fact, one of the, my favorite, my, one of my favorite, I can't even remember the name of it, brand of, has these great t-shirts and I'm like, these things are really soft. And I looked to see what they were made out of and it said made from 100% recycled water bottles. Yes. And I was yes. like, man, that's fantastic. <laughs> and I would have never guessed it because it's like the shirt was, looks great and is so comfortable. And just just fantastic things. Yeah. We have a brand that made by Recycle Plastic Bottle. Mm-hmm. Also have made a brand made by Cinnamon. So it's actually probably perfect for your Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's actually a surprise uh, we, when we talked to the founder. How they started was there was they rent a warehouse. And the mm-hmm. warehouse before they rented was in a Chinese herb like mm-hmm. warehouse. So they store a lot of cinnamons in the warehouse. Uh-huh. And after the tenant move out, they move in and they start putting a lot of textile. And they realize that the textile, when they are make, using that to make clothes, it somehow has an effect of anti-odor. Uh-huh. And that's where they realize using cinnamon actually can have functional for the clothes too. And that's how they use cinnamon to make clothes. We also have another brand in London, now on the platform, uh, produce blazer and the blazer is made by recycled coffee grounds and also there's another vendor they do the bottom is made by coconut the circular fashion is a big part of our business because we sell pre-owned item we promote renting versus owning and then so there's a lot of very cutting edge and interesting brands on the platform yeah that is awesome i always love it when i can hear somebody make a product it don't matter what it is by something totally in left field that you would never suspect expect it's just using coffee grounds to make clothes yeah yeah and as they made the you use coffee ground to make the blazer and the blazer is actually is purpose performer space so you can actually wear the blazer to running and the reason that the founder started was the founder live in london and these constant people in london and netherlands they love biking to the work uh-huh. but then you always constantly raining and snowing so they made in london like east coast people they love suit and tie instead of in san francisco here we just love t-shirt so they he started realizing he has to buy to work 
in the rain, but also he need to wear a suit. So then he made a blazer that is perfect for running and also like waterproof and other stuff. So it has been pretty fun to see the product in our warehouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that is Taylor, A-E-L-O-R dot style is the website for Taylor there. If you're interested in giving that as a gift for you or yourself and Anya has been kind enough to have a code, just Christmas clatter all spelled out and you get 10% off a gift card. So I really appreciate you doing that for our listeners and links to all that is and will be in the show notes in the description as well. And a subscription like this is a, it's a great way to, you know, save money because you can get by a little cheaper yourself, but the gift isn't any less significant because it, it, it's a, it's experience and it's an opportunity, whether you do something like Taylor or you do something like a, a Skillshare, you know, what, whatever's best for your person, because you can get by less money and then the experience of it all and what the, that person can get out of it is, is, has more value to it. And, uh, yeah. And also a lot of people don't know what to give, right? So yeah. it's like, what should I give? It seems to have everything. So in our case, uh, where sometimes some of the gifts that keep on giving is pretty helpful, just like the course learning platform that you mentioned. Like, yeah. how about let them pick? They can pick the course and st- skill yeah. they want to learn. Yeah. And then here at Taylor, we offered over 200 brands from the world's famous brand to those sustainable cutting-edge brand, And also the stylists pick for them. They can even still pick what they needed and what's perfect for them. And some of them also, we have customers from age from 18 all the way to 70s. So there were students who their parents want to budget control. I have stop buying teenagers <laughs> and to all very senior people too. Sometimes we don't know what people want and how about just let them choose something that they like. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am. Um... I'm going to ask just because I'm ignorant, okay? And then my apologies for being a, a dumb American, so, so to speak. But you're from Taiwan. So is Christmas a big deal in Taiwan or is it grow, growing up? Was it a, a big deal or was it just something that just went past and no one really paid attention? Yeah, it's a big deal. It's probably not as big as the Lunar, Lunar New Year, which yeah. is usually in end of January or February. Uh, but you still get a day off before. And nowadays, I don't think so anymore, but before there was a day off. Mm-hmm. And I remember that when I was a kid, I I loved Christmas. And I always, even though I was like 10 years ago, I still 10 years old. I still, not 10 years ago, but 10 years old, uh-huh. I, I still believe in Santa. Uh-huh. So one day morning, I woke up and I was trying to find my gift. And there was nothing. It was Uh-oh. nothing in the socks. And then I went to bed. I heard my dad went out of the house. Uh-huh. And then he went downstairs. He came back. And then suddenly there was candy in the sock. Uh-huh. And that was the day that I realized that my dad is a Santa. He was helping Santa. Yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah and since moving to, so we always have a Christmas tree and I live at home until 25 years. So, and so when I came to the U.S. and I wasn't able to have a tree anymore, I live in a small dorm and was really poor as international students. Yeah. And then in the U.S., I've been here for 15 years. And the uh-huh. first 10 years was mostly work while made way up and moving all the times and right. living in a very small uh, apartment with roommates. And so wasn't able to get a tree. And then last seven, eight years, I 
can afford a tree now, but then now I live with my boyfriend who have a cat. So <laughs> our cat Momo, uh -huh. he loved a tree and we try and he was climbing up the tree. <laughs> so we have to return a tree. So I keep telling people like, my dream is having a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The cats, the older they get, the better they'll get with the tree. And usually, but uh, yeah. Yeah. If you've, if you went to college at Northwestern and then worked for Sears and Target and now you're out in the Bay Area, you've done a lot of moving in, in, in that short amount of time and super busy. So, what's your favorite holiday or Christmas tradition you've picked up since you've been here in the States? Yeah, what I what I love most is that we we try to customize the holiday to some things we still familiar with. For uh -huh. example, this Thanksgiving we are going to have Chinese packing duck instead uh -huh. of turkey. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. We we still celebrate, but we're like, oh, I really craving for the Chinese baking duck. So yeah. can we have that duck instead of the turkey? Yeah. So we try to customize it a little bit. And my parents still back in Taiwan and my younger brother is there. So this year is I'm going back there for, and I haven't been back for three years because mm -hmm. COVID. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing my families. Oh yeah. I bet so. I bet so. Yeah. Duck is delicious. And, uh, and there's a jeweler locally, Kenny Lee. He's actually from Vietnam. And that's one thing he always talks about is he misses all the duck dishes that they had there and, and things and, and cracks me up talking yeah, about I them. And yeah, and also you know, when I was in Chicago, it was a lot more Christmas feeling. It snows, and so unlike here in San Francisco, it's a lot less. And also in Chicago, it's quite a small community. There's very few Taiwanese there, and only one outlet that's like up to a few years ago that's like well known. So pretty much every hot Thanksgiving, like everyone is in that outlet mm -hmm. and you can potentially bump into anyone. So one of the year, I actually bumped into my ex-boyfriend oh, and man. I remember that was like hiding under the <laughs> under the cabinet. No, like, oh my God. Yeah. And I was actually almost wearing the pajama, like really comfortable uh -huh. Thanksgiving. You try to like crazy and tiring. So you just want to be very comfortable. So I was like in my like, kind of pajama type of outfit with like big glasses and ready to shopping and grab the best deal. And then I bump into him. I said, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. yeah, that's one thing about small communities. I live in a, just a small community in general and you'll bump into everybody and anybody all the time. And you just never know what you're going to see. But yeah. Do you have any fa favorite Christmas movies or Christmas music you like to listen to? Or watch? I watch a lot of almost every single Christmas movie on Netflix. I'm uh -huh. those crazy person. I watch Christmas movie probably for four months. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, today I just finished a new one. I think Claus and uh -huh. so the that Claude too. So uh -huh. I just finished a new one. I really love it. So definitely watch it. I love those like princess movie. They were uh -huh. like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, 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 the. one and two and three so <laughs> yeah they made a whole, whole trilogy out of those and. yeah yeah people you will be surprised like i'm besides being a startup founder i now also adjunct faculty i teach at northwestern university uh -huh. and so i on the one hand i'm like teaching product management how to make <laughs> app and how to make website and how to do marketing and on the other hand i'm one of those people who like every time say, oh discount yes buy two get one free yes two yes that's great christmas movie yes that's perfect <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> kind of like a falling for your own tricks, so to speak, you know. <laughs> so. I know. By, by three, get two free. Yes, three is fine. Three by two, get three free. Yeah. My boyfriend is like, we don't have that many space. Stop getting like point the truck of the discount. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, well, Anya, thank you so much for joining me here on Christmas Clatter. And for those listening to the podcast, I really appreciate it. And if you ever get a chance and schedule allows, feel free on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time to hop on YouTube at Christmas Clatter and uh, join us for our live stream. Because when we finish up the podcast episode here, we will have a, 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 a Q&A for those in the chat. And uh, that's a good way to be a part of that. Uh, it's, it's just something a little special for those that show up here. Not that it, you listening to the podcast are any less special. Just want to give a little reward for those here live in the chat. So thank you guys for listening. You guys can follow Anya on LinkedIn and on Facebook. All those links are in the description. And don't forget Taylor.style. Taylor is T-A-E-L-O-R dot style uh, to check her company out in the men's clothing subscription box. And if you go there and use uh, code Christmas Clatter, you get a uh, 10% off a gift card. So I just want to encourage you guys to go over there and check it out and see if it's as if it's good for you guys or and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. And like always, keep Christmas hope alive every day. <laughs>